Today, we're going to look at a few common goal-setting mistakes you can avoid so you can crush your goals in 2021. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. All right. Man, goal crushing 2021. Let's go. Who's ready to goal crush? I am. I'm ready. All right. Icebreaker question. I'm ready. I'm ready for this too. Okay, good. Look, you're ready for everything 2021 has to offer. Yep. Would you rather always be itchy or always be cold? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh... I would rather always be cold. I think I could hide being cold a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. I could just, I, I might, I mean, I might shiver. I don't know, but I don't want to be itchy. Like always like scratching all the time. People just like look at you weird. You're just scratching all the time. I, I'm going with, with cold. Definitely. How about you? I hate being cold and, uh, it's been cold <laughs> lately in Colorado. And you love um, being itchy. I, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love being itchy, you know? <laughs> Do you think there's somebody out there that like likes the feeling of being itchy? I, I I like scratching an itch. Like that feels good. Like, do you ever have an itch and you scratch it? And it's like, oh, that feels so good. Here's a would you rather. I just made up on the spot. Would you rather never have to scratch an itch again because you never get itchy, or would you rather have an itch every once in a while and scratch it? <laughs> that is so ridiculous. <laughs> Hey, you guys, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, (laughs) please subscribe and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, It helps us reach more people and get the word out and grow this community. And yeah, quick note, we need to to push down the last review from Adam Miller. Adam, uh, somebody please leave a review that pushes his down further. Uh, I think that title is driving our our listeners away. You'll see it when you go on there. I'm not going to say what it is, but if you go to the Apple Podcast app, Look at our reviews, the top one. Please leave a review. Push that one down a little bit, and then we might get more reviews in the future. We might get more. Get on. 2021, I think a goal of yours should be to leave a review, you know, for this podcast. You might think, oh, everybody's leaving reviews. Like, my review really won't matter, so why would I even go on and leave a review? Well, you're wrong. All right? Get on there. Leave a review. Every review matters. Exactly. Every review matters. And you know what we haven't had yet, and we've been pumping this for the past several episodes, is... A voice memo. You just got to hop on your phone, click record, say something into your microphone, and then email it to the hello at thefridayhabit.com. That's it. And then you will hear, hear your voice on our show. And we probably won't make fun of you, right? We probably won't, but, you know, we probably won't. So there's nothing to lose here. You, it's all, you get to be on a podcast. And how, how great will that be? Exactly. Who knows how many people could hear it someday. Someday. <laughs> many, many people. We're the number one podcast uh, in the world right now. So I, I mean, I, dozens I, of people might hear your voice. <laughs> Maybe tens of dozens. Well, hey, Ben. Uh, today, we're going to talk about five goal-setting mistakes that will undermine our successes. And I think as it's early on in the year, you know, our, our goals haven't completely fallen off the wagon and we're still showing up at the gym, we're eating healthy, trying to consume our gallon of water a day. But uh, there are some things that, uh, that get in the way of us, you know, setting goals. So what are those five things? 
Yeah, this is from a blog post that I wrote, and I actually recorded a video about this too. So if you want to go to knapsackcreative.com, if you'd rather read the blog version, you can check that out um, or watch the video that's up there. It should be up there by the time where that this episode goes live. But yeah, basically, um, I have just a, a few things that I think about when I'm goal setting. And basically, these are mistakes that I've made repetitively <laughs> when setting goals. So I was like, if I'm making them and I'm identifying them, I like to kind of clarify them in my own mind and maybe share them with other people and they might be able to learn from it too. So number one is setting the wrong goals. Mm. So what I mean by that is, you know, lots of times I'll just set a goal and the goal itself is the problem, not my dedication to, to meeting the goal. Like the goal itself is actually not clear. So it makes it so that I'm not able to achieve it it's kind of like having a vague goal, like get in shape. It's like, okay, right. it's actually not a good goal. I mean, the intention is great, but how how will you know when you're done with that? You know, you never mm. will be done with that. You know what I mean? Like, So it needs to be something, in my opinion, that you can either check off or, or at least know clearly that you are at that status and that you can remain at that status, you know, whatever right. it is. Something that is achievable, in a sense, right? Like kind of like... Working yeah. your way backwards from what that like getting in shape, right? Well, that's one thing, but what does it take to get into shape? So maybe the goal should actually be go to the gym every day at 5 a.m. Right. Totally. That's a great goal. Yeah. And say for X number of days or, you know, and right. have some kind of definable thing with it. I think that's perfect. Or like uh, for if you're doing sales or something like that, instead of just saying, I want to sell more websites or I want to, you know, beat my record or whatever, it could be something like, I want to increase our conversion rate in our first sales meetings, you know, from 50% to 60% or something like that. So it kind of, um, in, in set an end date of like by July 1st or something like that. So that way you can mm-hmm. kind of measure what you're doing and make sure that you're actually making progress toward it. And the cool thing about having a really clear goal, I think, is it helps you think about all the things that surround it and clarifies your thinking on how to meet the goal. Um, so another thing I'm, I'm planning to do this year is do a, it's called a sprint triathlon. So it's not like a hardcore triathlon where it's like, you know, super far, like a marathon and all that, but it's shorter distances. I think it's a, I think it's a 5k run, a 20k bike ride. And I forget how far the swim is. It's either a quarter of a mile or a half a mile, something like that. I think it's a quarter of a mile. Sweet. No one wheeling. <laughs> no, no one wheeling. Unfortunately, I think I would dominate if, it, if there was one wheeling, I could sub that for swimming. That would be excellent. But, and you know, my thought is like, okay, that's happening in May. That actually helps me clarify because I, I was like, all right, I want to get at least this time, you know, in this sprint triathlon. And then it's like, okay, how do, what do I do to get there? Like you said, like work backwards. Now I can say, all right, well, I'm going to need to start doing some 20 mile bike rides, you know, probably or not 20 mile, 20 K bike rides, probably like once a week or so start measuring how long that takes me, all that kind of stuff. And then I can set a specific time goal that I can hit. And then that helps me decide like what to do to work towards it. And it's more fun to, to me at least to have a specific thing I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. Just kind of a general goal. All right. So number one, setting the wrong goals. That's mistake. Number one, what's the mistake? Number two, mistake. Number two is forgetting your goals. And this sounds really dumb. And it's like, well, can't you remember your goals if they're important? And I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. But I am kind of dumb. So I forget my goals. <laughs> and so I, I I need, you know, at least in the moment, you know, or you might forget like why you care about your goal. So there's a lot of situations where, you know, I forget in the moment or in that day, what was important to me this quarter in my business. So 
Um, you know, for example, we have a, a, a goal board that we created in our office um, that basically lists out all of our quarterly goals as a team and then also has all of our goals personally so we can as we walk into the office each day, see what those goals are so we don't forget them because it's easy to get caught up in a client project or something that sounds fun to work on instead of thinking about, oh, what was the actual thing that I said it was important to start with and focusing on that. Hmm. Okay, forgetting your goals. So we got to document it so that we don't forget it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, writing it down is helpful and then just making it impossible to ignore by putting it up somewhere where you're just not going to forget about it. Yeah, make it make it visual. Yep, exactly. Okay, number three. Number three, under planning. So this happens to me a lot. And so what I've tried to learn to do, and this actually kind of goes back to some of the stuff we talked about when we talked about time blocking, um, but actually scheduling it out on your calendar uh, really helps me. So what I'll do is if I set a goal, I'll go ahead and set a recurring event on my calendar to help me meet that goal. So I have uh, an event on my calendar of every morning I'm going to run um, at least one mile. And some some mornings I do a 5K, some mornings I do one mile. Um, but just over the next few weeks, I want to do that to get started on some of the, the um, running and stuff I need to do to get ready for this little triathlon thing. So those are the types of things I do is like I go ahead and set aside the time ahead of time, basically mm. put it on the calendar. And then um, another thing you can do to plan a little better and avoid under planning is like choosing what tools that you want to use and where you're going to work on it. So I already know in my head, okay, I know exactly where I'm going to run. I know what shoes I'm going to wear. We talk about this all the time, but like mm-hmm. having your stuff laid out the night before to grab and yeah. run, take with you. But just knowing exactly like where I'm going to run and not being like, oh, do I want to drive to you know, to the track and run today, or do I want to run out the trail? Like it's already predefined. So there's no like wondering or figuring out. There's no friction to get started basically. Yeah. And if you, if you want to hear more about time blocking, head over to the and, or wherever you're listening to your podcast and it's episode 47 and it's uh, build a low stress business with time blocking. So you can educate yourself more on that part. Another thing with under planning is, um, making a backup plan, I think helps solve for that too. So basically instead of um, just assuming everything is going to go according to how you originally planned, thinking about like, okay, what happens if I miss a day? I think this, this is really important with um, especially things like dieting or exercise or I mean anything that requires repetitive kind of stuff, but basically knowing what is the backup plan when I mess this up, because you probably will at one point, like and already making a decision in your head like, oh, if I fall off the wagon, then my next step is going to be to start the next day or do you make it up? Or what's the immediate next step you take when you recognize that you're not hitting your goal? Maybe it's to reevaluate or whatever, but do that thing and know what it is at a time. So then you kind of have a backup plan for when things don't go right. Yeah, that's that's very important. And two, it helps you continually stay motivated because a lot of times when you when you miss a target or you know kind of miss the mark you get discouraged you're like well fine i'm just gonna like miss the rest this week you know because of that but then it's like all right like i need to stay focused that's me it's 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 so bad like that that's my probably one of my biggest weaknesses is just kind of like throwing throwing it all away when i'm like ah i missed one and then (laughs) and then mentally i'm like oh i need to come up with a whole new system and like figure out what my workout's gonna be like no i could just go out and start running like i don't have to figure out every perfect thing before i start exercising so i'm really working on that and trying to get better at it oh man yeah i i hey we're all in that boat together yep yep so all right number four 
Number four, doing it alone. That's another mistake. Hmm. So, and actually, I think I have a statistic here. So according to the American Society of Training and Development, scheduling a regular accountability check-in time can increase your chances of success by 95%. 95%? Right. That's huge. It's like, that's a high percentage. That's very high. That's a <laughs> big a number, second. Ben. Wait a second. <laughs> that's really big. Yeah. So you make sure that whatever you do, don't do it alone. I mean, basically, it's saying that it like doubles your chances um, of succeeding, and which makes sense. I mean, it's the kind of the same thing with you, we, you and I have talked about recording this podcast. Even yeah, like would we be you know on episode fifty one or whatever this is today if we had not you know had the other person there every week to be like, hey, cool, you ready to jump on? Let's go ahead and record. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want you know I don't want to let you down. You don't want to let me down. Like let's let's make this podcast happen. When it's just yourself, it's easier to be like, I don't know, I'm kind of busy today. Maybe I should work on this instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, I have a show called How'd You Get Here, and I, you know, I had some decent success with it, and I had a really good routine set with it for a while. But then, when I missed a couple months and then kind of fell off the way, it was hard to get that thing spun back up. And it's still on the back burner of like, all right, I'm st- I still want to continue that show for business purposes and things like that. But it is easier you know, having an accountability buddy here to, to help you like, you know, and we help each other, right? It's like, okay, we're each booking guests or coming up with show ideas and it kind of lessens the burden a little bit, um, and allows us to kind of keep moving forward. So don't, don't do it alone. Yeah, exactly. If you just have somebody, and I've even thought about like, who, who can I have in my life that, like, who do I respect and think about, like, hey, this person is really good at this. I, I should hang out with them more so that I can learn to be more like them in this area. So if you know somebody that's really in shape and they work out regularly, maybe say, hey, can I, you know, can I work out with you in the mornings, you know, and learn from you? If it's somebody that, you know, you respect, like, their opinions on business and you want to start a podcast, cool. You know, talk to them about starting a podcast and just think about the people in your life that are doing well in the areas you want to do well and then try to... Uh, reach out to them and and tell them, you know, hey, I respect you in this way. Would you be up for talking to me about this once a week so that I can get better at it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I always am constantly hearing about, too, like getting a coach or, you know, someone who can hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, I have some other friends who just swear by, you know, having a personal coach, and that's like somebody they pay to essentially keep them motivated and, uh, you know, keep them, them moving forward. I mean, that really works for me when it comes to uh, financial advising. I think I told you about this, but I had been wanting to work on a financial plan for me and my family for a while, and I just kept putting it off because I just felt overwhelmed by all the different options and stuff like that. So then I I just decided, oh, if I don't do this in the next three months, that I'm just going to call somebody and start paying somebody to help me with this. And Mm -hmm. three months came and went, and I was like, (laughs) all right, time to pay somebody because I'm I'm hurting myself if I don't fix this. You know what I mean? So. That has been so helpful because we check in once. I think it's usually like even once every six months or so. And even that is super helpful just to have a conversation and and say like, his name's John. He's really, really helpful. And he basically comes in and says like, hey, here's the things we talked about last time. You know, how's it going with these? So he checks in and see if I did my homework. So I always feel like, oh, we're having a meeting with John, like quick. Uh, I got to right. get all my stuff done before the meeting. And it's like the week before, you know, and I need to call these people. I need to get the you know, get um, a new version of our will made, all this stuff like, okay. So it it just adds a little bit of pressure to have, you know, somebody you're accountable to. And uh, it's really helpful, I think. But even switching gears a tiny bit from that, another thing along with doing it alone, I think that kind of helps you avoid that and 
accountability and all the things we're talking about is uh, our mutual friend Muita uh, started in uh, mm-hmm. he, along with uh, Justin Rossbacher. Um, he's also my friend. I'm not sure if you've met Justin or not, but they just started this um, uh, new service called Motivated Mornings, and it's really cool. It's like a it's like mm-hmm. a online co working experience basically that happens every morning. I think it starts. There's one that starts at. 5 a.m. and one that starts at 9 a.m. I believe, but basically it's a two-hour session. Um, and basically, what you do is for the first 10 minutes, you get on and you kind of talk with other people on there, and they're like, "Okay, what are you working on? I'm working on this. What are you working on? I'm working on this." And you just say like, "Hey, here's what's important that I need to get done in the next two hours," and then you just focus. You stay on video chat, but you just mute yourself. And then basically, there's this little bit of pressure of like sitting in the same room studying with somebody else or working on a project. And then at the end, you kind of sign off and say, "Oh, cool. This, this is what I got done." you know, how to go with you and then you sign off. So it's really cool. And, um, I think it really helps. Um, there's a lot of people that that's helped as far as staying on track with their goals and being able to actually get stuff done and get stuff accomplished. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it's first thing in the morning. So it, it's kind of like the Friday habit idea of, Hey, every Friday is blocked off. Well, for them, it's like, Hey, two hours every morning is blocked off to actually focus on the most important work before everything else distracts you. Um, so I think it's a good way to meet your goals and, if you want to check it out, it's motivatedmornings.work. Um, and actually, Knapsack uh, built the website. So we built the site and it turned out pretty cool. And uh, I highly recommend checking them out if you're like interested in um, kind of looking for an accountability option. And I think they have a free trial for at least a week, too, that you can try out. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and even, even paying for it, I think if you're the type of person that really needs that accountability and help, to pay whatever that membership fee is, is most likely going to benefit you and be worth it. You can't spend enough on your self help and your self motivation. So I think that, uh, I think that's totally great. I hope those guys continue to, to do it. Have, have you heard from them at all about how things have been going? And yeah, they have a decent number of people sign up for launch. Um, I don't know if I should say on the podcast how many, but they, it has gone really well so far, I think for just launching and, Good. um, yeah, I'm just looking here. It's forty nine dollars a month. Yeah, it's so affordable. Man, and and you get to basically it's yeah, it's five days a week, I believe. So Monday through Friday, maybe seven. But I'm pretty sure it's five days a week. I should know since I helped build the website. But um, but it's super. Yeah, it's two hours every every morning for five. So that's ten hours of productivity and accountability every week. Like it's crazy how much you can get done in that amount of time. And forty nine bucks a month. If that if that's what it takes to get you over the hump, it's like. That's that's nothing compared to what you'll be able to create with that time. Yeah, and you think you know being a solopreneur during these times as well with with coronavirus, there's not a lot of places to meet people or network and things like that. So this seems like a really great opportunity for you to get out there and even meet some people that aren't in your direct sphere of influence. That you know you kind of use it as a way to encourage each other too. I see. I bet. Yeah, for sure makes sense. And number five. Giving up when it's not working. That's mistake number five. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, obviously this this happens, you know, probably to everybody. But I think if you could build into your plan a way to like basically expect to fail, that sounds super negative. But what I mean by that is if you can expect that at some point something's going to go off the rails and even beyond what you had planned for before, like, oh, well, if I miss one day, then I'll do this. But like, let's say that you did a workout plan. It's actually not helping you even reach your goal of getting faster at the sprint triathlon. Like your times aren't getting better. 
what do you do then? You know, do you just give up or do you reevaluate? So I think if you have a goal, um, what, what I've done is scheduled a time one month out already to like uh, for thinking time of 45 minutes to sit down and then look at my workout plan and say, Hey, is my workout plan actually helping me or is this not working? Like, did I fail? Like, am I not being able to get up at this time every morning? Should I switch to the afternoon? But basically if you can just go ahead and schedule a time to reevaluate your plans, right when you set your goals, then you kind of have a built in fail safe to help you um, fix anything that comes up. Yeah. And what, what about not giving up too soon? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. Yeah. Like you, you just basically sticking with it and just like having a little bit of grit, a little bit of perseverance. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you know, this diet and workout plan is not working. <laughs> I haven't lost a hundred pounds right. in, in four weeks. It's like, well, you, you kind of got to keep pushing, you know, that's true. That, that one's hard for me too. Cause I, I like to get quick results and, and if something isn't serving me a purpose, I'm like, nope. All right, I'm done with that. You know what I mean? So that's true. Yeah. Sometimes it takes longer and patience. There's certain types of things you have to do repetitively for a very long time to see any results. Yeah. All right. So what we need to do to meet our goals, one, set the right goals, two, keep our goals top of mind, three, make the time to meet our goals, four, be accountable instead of alone, and five, reevaluate and adjust our plans. Yep. Love it. I think that's great. I don't think people talk about this enough. And I think that um, bringing all this to light will allow us to be better goal makers. So if you had one action item for us to take away this week, what would that be? Well, if you haven't created your you know goals for this year, I mean, not everybody does New Year's resolutions, but I think most business owners probably have at least some type of goal they're shooting for for the year. So I would just take a look at the goals you've already set if you have, and maybe just see if you have a backup plan for these, you know, kind of evaluate them according to the list of things we talked about today. Think about, okay, could I, you know, partner up with another business owner and check in once a week and see how things are going with their goal. Um, and then that way you're both accountable. So I'd say either start with um, just setting your goals and making sure they're clear and realistic like we talked about. If you've already done that, then I would say find an account- accountability partner or sign up for something like Motivated Mornings. Just make sure that you're you're checking in with somebody regularly. Love it. Shout out to our friends over at Motivated Morning. Cool. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining us today on this episode of The Friday Habit. Uh, if you go to thefridayhabit.com, you can find show notes there for this episode and other episodes as well. Uh, you can find links to our website and ways to get in touch. And at the bottom of the page, you can actually download a guide to the Friday Habit system. And it will show you how to set aside one full day each week to dedicate working on your business instead of in your business. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have a question or any topic you want us to cover, uh, don't forget to record us a quick little voice memo and email it to hello at thefridayhabit.com. We can't wait to make fun of you. (laughs) That's right. Thank you so much for listening to The Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.